to talk about this week but i wanted to start out by telling you about something called the sad girls club okay sad girls club sounds very sexy it is a non-profit 501c3 don't know what that is organization founded to create community and diminish stigma around mental health they strive to support women of color and the millennial and gen z population so obviously this sad girls club is like exactly what we want it to be they um, they can be found at sadgirlsclub.org, and it's definitely a great organization worth checking out. And there's lots of ways to support on their website. Okay, okay. someone woke up on the woke side of the bed. <laughs> the more you know. I didn't realize wow. this was a 1998 PSA. Go off, Esther. I know. I feel like Good Jason morning. Alexander is like talking into camera and telling us about some charitable organization with NBC. <laughs> Like es- Esther, what's happened? What's happened to you? Are, are you are you okay? You you seem alive, you alive, alert, ready. Are you lobotomized? <laughs> alert. <laughs> Guys, I love I'm, her. I'm her. Always, we're always on this show trying to shout out charities. What just because or is it? What is it? Is it that you, I can read? I don't know. Your eyelids seem to be working better. Like, you just seem, like, more alert and awake. I, I'm not complaining. I fucking love to see it. And I am here for it. And this charity sounds awesome. Sick. How now are you Clay's just covering. Now Clay's just covering his track so he doesn't seem anti-charity. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> um, well, how's everyone doing? I want to check with you, Clay. How has your life been since you opened up so vulnerably on the podcast? Oh my god. Well, you know, I'm actually I just got out of the shower, so I am gonna do some skincare while I tell you this. This is again a YouTube exclusive. But you know what? The response has been so nice. I actually felt crazy after the last episode. Now is like, should we scrap the whole thing? I don't want I don't know, I just felt really vulnerable, but people have been so nice and a lot of people have really shared um rodent stories that definitely made me feel (laughs) less alone um apparently there was some sort of uh bug outbreak in the food supply in the 90s uh for pets wow that is you know what that's nice to hear because i've been blaming myself for over 20 years About this whole thing, thinking, you know, I must... Because it was my job to, like, you know, the food came in a bag. I was supposed to roll it up the way you roll up chips with a chip clip. (laughs) And I still am bad at that to this day. If I eat chips, they're going to be stale. So I've been blaming myself. So to hear that um, other people went through this, that did feel good. And it's hear that it's someone else's fault. And I think that's a good lesson for all of us, you guys, because... When, as humans, we tend to hold things inside and we internalize and we think that things are our fault and we ruined everything. And it's sometimes the problem 
and the pain becomes too great to even think of vocalizing it and sharing it. But then the minute you rip that Band-Aid off and you start sharing, things start happening. You feel less alone and you might find out that the rodent food bug outbreak was the result of a manufacturer's error. I know. I can't, I can't imagine how disgusting that factory was, but (laughs) that's not my problem anymore. Okay. That's not my burden. Yeah. You know, I had a similar, I had a similar burden growing up. Um, my first dog Duke died when he was only four years old Mm. and my whole life, my sister had led me to believe that I killed him Mm. by feeding him a Reese's peanut butter cup on Halloween. But the truth is he had cancer. And no one in my family ever told me. So it's like, I thought all those years I killed Duke. Mm. I I didn't. That's um, despicable of your family. (laughs) And I'm sorry that you had to go through that. That's, that's tough. Yeah, that's toxic. That's super toxic. And I meant to tell you guys that I had a friend growing up. This is kind of on the other end of the spectrum. Uh, She had finches. That she didn't Ooh, like. What is that? What is that? <laughs> She's a bird. Uh, They're a little like love. <laughs> I don't like the name one fucking bit. That made that I had the that was gross. Okay, a finch. Okay, go on. <laughs> Look up. Finches. I can't. I'm not willing to because of the what I when I hear the I'm word screen finch. Sharing, I'm screen sharing okay, finches because when I hear the word finch, I'm imagining a, a ferret, but make it evil a ferret but make it from hell i i, can't, I don't I, does it have a really Wait. long neck no with scales? so cute and they're not the cutest all, but thing Caroline, i have to call you out why not just say bird she's trying to oh they're beautiful oh, of course i yeah. love them because a finch is not just a bird they're special why look at how cute they are they're they kissing little orange beaks that are so distinctive and i don't know I am a wordsmith. That's how I make my living. I dick your word choice is important. I I revel in the specificity no, of words. Caroline, you are you are a wordsmith. You are literally a verbal like queen. Like the <laughs> your the way you can turn a phrase impresses me in a way that cannot be stated. I, I have to say something though that always trips me out is that we create these crazy and when I say we I mean humans we create these fantasy worlds you know game of thrones i don't know why shrek comes to mind but we we come up with all this fantasy (laughs) stuff when in actuality on planet fucking earth Mm. there are colorful all colors of the rainbow creatures that can fly and wait for it talk (laughs) what a parrot a damn parrot. And we're all just like, anyway, this flying uh, rainbow creature that can literally mimic Beyonce and like next TikTok, like swipe through. Like this is, why don't we acknowledge it more? Clay, I'm you so sound like you're happy right now. I love <laughs> that you're bringing birds to the forefront of conversation. No, birds, he's on drugs. I'm not. I'm literally sober as a nun. Birds are so much more interesting when you think about it than dragons, than unicorns. Hello. They fly. They like, fly and talk stop. and they they fly, they talk and they're rainbow and we have the audacity to literally talk about like unicorns and make up like bitch, it's called a parrot and they deserve to be on every little girl's pillow. I also do you guys know anyone close to you that has like 
bird sensitivity or bird trauma? Because I weirdly find this is quite common. People really don't like birds, are very freaked out by them. I as well have had some very negative run-ins with birds that I would like to share. And I never even finished my finch story. Oh, please, please share your finch story. It's one sentence. My friend who had finches, she claimed the finches were evil and she was try she tried to kill them by putting Windex in their water and they would <gasps> never and they wouldn't die. I That's so evil. Yeah, it's and, and what was this girl's name? I can't say You're like Marilyn <laughs> Mold Moldmar. Okay, Mester that's really dark. Mold- Coraline <laughs> Gold Goldstein. Okay. Uh <laughs> Well, I had a bird. I had two birds. I had Icarus and Yoda, and they they were parakeets. They were beautiful. And Icarus, Icarus. you guys, I do have another pet story. Roman mythology, of course. Icarus and Daedalus. Okay, this is again another really really traumatizing thing that happened at my dad's house growing up. I I will make this one fast. Always bad things always happened at dad's house. Literally, you don't. When it comes to pets, you have no idea. Okay. I'll make this one fast, and I don't want this to be like old hacky thing where it's like, okay, Clay's going to tell another childhood animal trauma. But basically, we had Holly. Holly's doing the bone. Okay. I, I got a parakeet, Icarus, fabulous bird, blue. We got along, loved him. We got a mate for him, Yoda, which was a little yellow parakeet. Mm. We put them together, and they seemed friendly at first. But when we would leave the room, sometimes we would hear loud noises. It got weird. Anyway... I come back in and there's blood all over the wall. Icarus has been attacking Yoda. No. So we had to keep them in separate cages and they would just glare. (laughs) They would just glare across the room from each other. No, Icarus. Okay, the story's almost over. So one time I'm at my mom's house and my dad is cleaning out the bird cages or whatever. And he... and such a horrible job and he does it on the balcony for some reason and he calls me and i'm supposed to be at my mom's house but i get a call like your dad wants like you're gonna go over to your dad's house he has something to tell you i of course think that i've booked a tv show that i didn't even i was like broadway show i was like okay so disney channel finally called sweet i show up there he's like so i was cleaning the birds cages and Yoda flew out and Yoda flew off the balcony. <laughs> and I go, what? Um, oh, is he okay? He goes, he goes, I was really scared at first too, Clay. I was really scared. But then you won't believe this. A dove flew by and a hawk and a crow and they were all different birds. And they all flew away together. And I think that Yoda's going to be happier there. I, they're all different birds. And I think they're runaway birds together. They're orphans. And I'm like, okay, this seems like a lie, but I'm going to choose. It's like Santa vibes. I'm like, okay, I'm going to choose to believe this. This is cool. This is cool. This is cool. I'm processing. I'm like, okay, this, I'm, this is truth. This is truth. This is truth. So I, I'm just accepting it as truth. I go downstairs in the backyard later. I'm, I'm absorbing the information to play. Uh, with my dog Gracie, and I see I have like a hundred animals. By the way, yeah, this well, not for long. And I look in the dog's poop, and there's a beak. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. How? How? Wait, how wait, is wait, this wait. story just now coming up? Because okay. uh, honestly, I keep this stuff down. Yeah. So the bird did fly off the balcony. Clay. The wings were clipped. It landed on the ground, and my dog <laughs> ate the bird. Clay, I have a lot of questions. First uh-huh. of all, your dad saw. Your dad saw what happened. 
You're dad, I don't know if he. I mean, he must. He have knows seen more that he's letting on because his little story about all the birds, like the celestial seasonings box, like all yes, these yes. birds together. No wonder. Yes, he's yes. overcompensating. And second of all, Clay, your timeline, if I may say. Is not making sense. Well, maybe it wasn't like that day, but okay. all I know is that we saw the beak. I saw the bird beak in the sh- in in the poop. Your own dog ate the bird. And for some reason, again, this was something where I was just like, "It's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. This isn't happening. It's okay." And like, didn't didn't share that I saw that. I was just like, "I love Gracie. I have to continue to love Gracie." But that's uh, that's the that on that. And wow. was there any possibility that it was a different bird's beak? Or did you recognize Yoda's beak? It was a really small beak. <laughs> Would you say that this And trauma- most dogs can't get birds because most birds have wings and can fly away. This was a obviously a bird that had fallen and had I trauma. I no domesticated dogs had a taste for parakeets. They do. Well, she was a big Rottweiler. And even Duncan, my cockapoo at my parents' house, he'll he'll eat any creature out there. And Gracie also <laughs> mysteriously went missing years later, but we won't get into that. <laughs> what? I, I can't. I, I still wait this for her. This is kind of trauma that, like, you could have dissociative identity disorder because of this. <laughs> Formerly Do you think that's what it is? Do you I think that's what I have? He is wearing a Barbra Streisand shirt and drinking out of a vintage view mug. So Okay, this is my 2007. Yeah, well, there's nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> rocking back and forth. Gracie, it could have been any beak. I, <laughs> yeah, you. well, you just said, could it have been another bird? Uh, yeah, I, I don't think that it was. <laughs> I don't guys, know, Clay. I'm just trying to make sense of this. While we're on this topic. I I'm, I wanna, me too. It's been 30 years doing that. Go on. I want to read you something, and I want you to tell me what it is mm. while we're on this topic. Mm. A wealthy San Francisco socialite pursues a potential boyfriend to a small northern California town that slowly takes a turn for the bizarre when birds of all kinds suddenly begin to attack people. The birds? The logline for the birds. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes. Well, there's only one movie movie where birds birds attack people. Yeah. Oh. Wait. Mona Lisa smile? (laughs) (laughs) Wait. uh, The first time I ever got really drunk was in the movie theater seeing Mona Lisa smile in 10th grade in a water bottle and it was really, I don't remember the movie. Was it good? Was it at the Pacific? Uh, no, I went over the hill for this one. <laughs> oh my God. You know, it was getting crazy when you went to the Century City Theater. I, with yeah, that's where it was. Friend. Century. Oh my yeah. God. We got lit there. Oh my God. And everyone would get drunk and go see like Cheaper by the Dozen too. Oh my God. That's what kids had to do back then. Okay. We didn't have like YouTube or TikTok. You would have to go see Cheaper by the Dozen. <laughs> yeah. The way you got your kicks in the 90s where you would see two movies in one. Like, I'll hey, never hey, forget. Hey. Early 2000s. Slow your roll. The best day of my life was with my mom, who's cheap as sin. God bless her. She took me <laughs> She took me to see Anastasia. And then afterwards, she was like, let's go see another movie. And we went oh. to see, and we saw Flubber after. Best day of my life. That's so we, special. Did you, and you yeah, snuck we, in, right? We snuck into the second yeah. movie. That is when we you know your parents are cool. You did? Oh my god! We always did double features. My my special double feature day was on was when we saw the first movie we saw was Chicago, and then the mm. second was Catch Me If You Can. Oh, can that's... you imagine a better day, a better double feature? You... Like I know you saw Flubber, Caroline, but no, Esther, yours you've better. Esther has told me about this day so many times in our <laughs> friendship. 
so many times but that oh my god that award season of like what was that 2003 when you had chicago you had catch me if you can like Mm. that was i mean the oscars just happened that would to me and what movies were even nominated this year I mean, I have no idea. There I was haven't a, seen any. There was no Chicago. There was no Chicago. I'll tell you, no one's doing a double feature of like, you know, Francis McDormand being homeless. I know. Are you I guys mean- excited <laughs> about the West Side Story trailer? Did you watch it? <gasps> I haven't watched it yet. It's, it's really cool. exciting. I'm excited about the movie, but there's no big song in the trailer. They really kind of like tease you. It's they, like it's like a yeah. lo-fi version like in the same way in the social network trailer there's like a lo-fi version of the song creep it's like that kind of energy oh that's okay well i'm willing to give it a chance i'm excited to see it you know maddie's in it maddie ziggler she is yes that's I'm, amazing i know i'm I can't so wait. i'm so excited it was supposed to come out like a year ago we were gonna do like a whole huge press bonanza and can i just say COVID. i i am so excited about the film but ansel elgort is a bit of a buzzkill for me. Call me a thief. There's been a robbery. I love his solo music. No, I. You have to listen to the song "Call Me a Thief." It's very good. Covered extensively on this week. Had me like. I think. Are you talking about Army Hammer? No, no um, bitch. <laughs> Ansel. No, Ansel. Ha- I, listen, I don't know the details on that about what's going on with Ansel Elgort. All I know is that I will be having to help sell the movie West Side Story, so I'm not going to really get into that. But I will say, check out his hit song, Call Me a Thief. All I know is that he has no grit to me. I need, like, a little grit, a little... He's got that puffy, smooth baby face. I need a little Broadway legitimacy, something. Yeah. You know, his dad is a huge fashion photographer, Oh, I hate that. And one time, and so when I was in a band, we were shot. They were we got asked to be shot for Teen Vogue, and it was like this fashion oh, story. And well, don't worry, this is not going to be a bragging story. And I got there, and they were like, "Huh," like looking at me, like I don't. Why don't you sit this one out? And basically, they had everyone in the band but me, and they had a model replace me for the That's pictures. Not no, they did. It was, yes, it wasn't like a shoot for us. It was like we were a band in the background while two girls were wearing like rocker clothes and dancing, and they literally replaced me with a model. That's and everyone else is in the band. And then afterwards, Ansel felt bad and was like, come here and get together and I'll just take a picture of just the four of you. And like we did use those pictures forever, but that was a really tough moment. Wait, what's Ansel's father's first name? Um, like what's Ar- I mean, Arthur, Arthur Arthur Elgort. Arthur. Okay, I'm gonna find this picture if it kills me. That's yeah, look, not- just look. He shot everything. Wow. Okay, that story is. I was gonna tell a story about a time a seagull stole my hot dog at the zoo, but that does take the cake in terms of trauma. I actually do need to hear that story because that's classic. <laughs> I can't. I can't follow that. Look, short story. It's back on bird trauma. I was at the zoo with my mom. I was about to eat a hot dog, about to take my first bite. I didn't even get a bite in. And a seagull out of nowhere, I was nowhere near the beach. It was at the zoo. Came in with unbelievable precision, picked the hot dog out of my bun and flew away. And who did my, who got in trouble? 
me. <laughs> my mom got so mad at me for letting a seagull outsmart me. I think I've told this story on the show before, so I'm sorry for anyone listening no, who's heard this. That's incredible. It's so funny because that is a waste of money and that would really piss your mom off. Oh, yeah. And I was like, Mom, I'm so hungry. Can I get another hot dog? <laughs> and she was like, Are you kidding me? No. She was like, You, you can't be trusted. You can't be trusted with a hot dog at the beach. You with- had. At the zoo, and you had oh, the zoo. you had a hot dog, and you lost it. Fuck, that's rough. I'm really sorry that happened to you. That was just on the subject of bird trauma, but we can move on. I think we should. Okay, West Side Story. Enough about Carlotta, but West Side Story looks... I mean, I'm excited to see it. I, I just, it's such a, the class, it looks I like. I love a Steven Spielberg directing a musical, like, say no more. You know, guys. Hook was supposed to be a musical. Hook? And his, Hook. and his biggest regret was that they cut out all the songs. Esther, what's wrong? I'm going to, I'm going to try to redeem myself and I'm going to read you another log line and you have to guess what it is. Uh, okay. Five years after an ominous unseen presence drive most, drives most of society to suicide, a mother and her two children make a desperate bid to reach safety. Huh. I never saw Bird Box, but is it Bird Box? It uh, is. Okay. How'd you know? I don't know. Isn't that what Bird Box is about? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see it. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> is this, were you trying to prove that it wasn't just about the bird. Like, okay, to let me guess. Your- I'm going to guess the third one. Is it Bye Bye Birdie? Oh, God. <laughs> was it? My logic was that I'm so embarrassed to how fast you guys got the birds that I was like, okay, I have to make something bird. Okay, let me give harder. you the other. Okay, here are your other options. Bye Bye no. Birdie, follow that bird. What's the Stop third it. option? <laughs> What's the, isn't there a movie with like a talking parrot? Polly. Polly. <laughs> oh, that movie starring Hallie Kate Eisenberg, the Pepsi girl. She oh did two movies, <laughs> Polly and the Miracle Worker, which was on ABC Wonderful World of Disney, got panned. <laughs> and I stan her, followed her on Instagram for a minute. That day that Clay's dad, <laughs> Clay's dad called him, Clay was like, I am like taking over and Polly too, that little bitch. <laughs> Have you guys seen Polly? No. no. Oh. It's an Amer- 1998 okay. American. Okay, I'm going to read the log line of Polly. <laughs> it kind of say this, you guys. I had all the subway toys from Polly. Polly was my it's one subway of my favorite movies. Subway always got like the fourth ranked. Like, you know what I mean? Like McDonald's yeah. wasn't going to make a Polly toy, but <laughs> so Subway stepped circles, in. Uh, you got the circle sandwich and the kids meal? Oh, absolutely I did. Wow, I was I I I was I was eating like an adult at a younger age. Caroline, please <laughs> read the log line of Polly because I'm going to get emotional. I already know I am. It's such a good movie. <laughs> okay. It's, um, okay. Polly seems weird. Polly, comma, a talking parrot, recounts his travels looking for his original owner to a Russian janitor who helps him to the end of his journey. Yes, I believe it's the guy from Monk. It's Tony. I'm seeing the cast right now, and it's okay. a star-studded cast. We're talking Tony Shalhoub, Cheech Marin, mm-hmm. Gina Rollins, and Jay Moore, who I think is like... Ro- Jay Moore is the voice of Polly. Oh, okay, yeah. Jay Moore, after one of my sets, he totally tried to hit on me like five wow. years ago. It was really, In it a was creepy really way sad. or a complimentary way? Uh... 
like not I didn't feel unsafe or anything like it was not like bad but I'm just like you're like will you sign my poly subway kids toy (laughs) (laughs) okay but can I just say this I because they're not explaining in a way that's going to make your heart melt Okay. There's a little girl that stutters, played by the Pepsi girl. She can barely talk. Then get her the, the parrot, and the parrot teaches her how to like not stutter. She gets the confidence, and then it flies away out the window. I'm like, was this based on my life? And then the whole movie is the bird trying to get back to the little girl owner. And it's like a road trip movie where he meets all these other people and he changes their lives. I'm going to say something right now, and I don't want to break your heart, Clay, but... The Polly subway toys were so janky. I'm showing my screen right now. (laughs) Yep, those were them. (laughs) They, they, even the logo. Wait, the that was the logo for Polly. It's just, it's just like, uh, like computer font. Yeah, Yeah. did you have a childhood? (laughs) This is what I played with. It looks like, uh, it looks like a toy at a doctor's office. Oh, that's office. what I had. I had I had the one, um, the little stick, one below that, below that. Oh, shit. I lost this one. Yes, that's the one I had. Oh, my oh God, my yes. Oh, my God. It's gorgeous. This one's kind of nice. Yeah, thank you. I mean, Esther, I was going to ask Esther, what's your most valuable kids' toys? I think I know the answer. It's the nuggets. Yeah, it's the Halloween chicken McNuggets. <laughs> oh, but those are iconic. Yeah, is that what you were going to guess? Yeah, of course. Do you remember the... <laughs> When McDonald's would do Beanie Babies, that felt very, that was always very They big. were called Teeny Beanies, teeny right? Teeny Babies, yes, yeah. I have all of them. <laughs> okay, I, I did not mean to touch a nerve. I just want to apologize. <laughs> you should. Um, no, Wait, yeah, so- that was, the, the Teeny Beanie craze was, like, ridiculous. Like, every, we were driving to McDonald's, is like, in Evanston, and in all the neighboring areas, my dad was calling, you know, you were getting extra meals. Like, you were doing a lot of work in that time. I actually okay. read an amazing book called The Beanie Baby Bubble, which was yes. all... Did you know about this book? Dave read it and I tried about the good parts. I tried to get everyone I know to buy the book and, like, option the book, because I feel like it could be something. And everyone said, um, it's not. But Wait, uh, that's crazy, because Dave and I... Dave literally has talked about that. Okay, let should we all go in and all? Oh yeah, but no one who's listening to glow. If okay, if someone who's listening to this buys the rights to the Beanie Baby story, we're gonna be annoyed. Be a girl's girl and don't do that, listener. Okay. Wait, I want to get in on this. Let's all pool our money together and buy the rights to the Great Beanie Baby Bubble. And we like self-direct it without the help of a major studio. It's completely independently financed. We all go bankrupt making the story of our lives. No, we should get all the Gloamies. win an Oscar. Yes. No, we should get the Gloamies to pay for it, a la Zach Braff. (laughs) We're making a Kickstarter for our Beanie Baby musical. Okay. But you guys. (laughs) Oh, it should be a musical, of course. Um, Okay. We couldn't. Okay, sorry. No, go on. No, this is just. Okay, so speaking of McDonald's. I watched a really interesting YouTube video that, you know, I'll know that my algorithm for YouTube is that of like a morbidly obese 80 year old gay man in Palm Springs, but <laughs> who's immobile. But so I, it was a, a video of like, why are the McDonald's ice cream machines always broken? Yeah. We know this trope. It's like meme cultured out. I'm listening. I'm like, this is really interesting. I look, it came out yesterday. It has 2 million views. This thing is going to go viral. <laughs> There, this guy did spend a year of his. Life. This guy spent a year of his life <laughs> investigating why this happens, and it's. I have a theory. Oh, 
a Tyra level rabbit hole. Why don't you guys share what your theories are first? Because you might be right. I Wait, know. Up, go, go. My guess mm. is it has something to do with the maintenance and cleaning of the machines. Because I know that soft servey ice cream type things, Slurpee machines. There was this very brief period of time, Esther, you'll freak out about this, where in, I swear to God, in L.A., when I was in high school, there was a very brief tie-in with Pinkberry. And they had Pink these, like, berry. there was, like, this Pinkberry Starbucks crossover moment where they had these, like, soft serve non-coffee <gasps> drinks. I can't even, like, that's a oh whole separate thing. God, Do you remember I that? Thought, yes. Oh, my and the God. Neither of you told me. It's, it was such a brief moment in time, and I think it was only piloted in LA, and I still think it's yeah. a fever dream to this day. You can't find any information about it online, but the reason it shut down, and I'll never forget, is because the machines were too hard to clean, and it was like this whole thing where the workers would have to get there early and stay late to clean the machines, and they had to shut the whole thing down. So I think it's machine maintenance-based. Well, well, I guess can, we know that. It's like can broken. customers volunteer to clean the machines? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you know I was in the soft serve industry because I worked at Menchie's for two years, but that's a tale for another day. Oh, my God. Esther, do you want to have, do you have any guesses about, and, and by the way, think big. Don't think small. Think, I, I okay. want you to get like your QAnon hat on about okay. why this is happening. Esther? Well, my, I want to say my first instinct was similar to Caroline's. It's like, it's got to be like a bacteria growing you know I remember we used to go there all the time for the ice cream and we would see and my dad would always point it out these like plastic bags full of the soft serve like goo and he'd like look at that just sitting there in plastic like make me feel bad about it <laughs> um so it could it be so what about it's very cheap and people will just come in and get a cone which i know me and my mom would always do you go in and get like a 50 cent cone so they're you're they're losing profit margins on that they want so people here's to where here's where you're being smart you're following the money that you're you're closer um oh uh, should i just tell you guys because it's it's intense yeah basically yeah. the maker of the machines is called taylor and they make machines for Wendy's, Burger King, those places don't have any problems. Okay, you've when have you been to Wendy's and they've said you can't get uh, never a frosty. frosty. Never. Happen. By the way, so strawberry frosties are coming out this summer. Continue. Ooh. Okay, we'll funny. have to go there. Basically, the, Taylor has an exclusive deal with McDonald's. The other ones don't. They have a choice of who can make their machines. If mm. you have a McDonald's franchise, you have to get a machine from Taylor. Now. Taylor provides them with the jankiest, most confusing machines that they're not giving to Wendy's. They're not giving the other ones because 25% of Taylor's money comes from people coming and fixing it. So every year they go, we're going to upgrade it and they make it more complicated. Oh. So they want it to break so that the McDonald's people have to call the Taylor person to come fix it. It's, 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 uh, I mean, it, it's I'm literally down the rabbit hole. It is, it, it's a travesty. You look at the machines for Wendy's, it makes perfect sense. It literally says like the names of stuff on the McDonald's ones. There's no names. It's all weird designs. It's designed to fail. Clay, there's a name for that. Go it's on. It's called forced obsolescence. Yeah, planned obsolescence. Planned obsolescence. Well, that's basically what uh, Taylor is doing with the McDonald's stuff. And let's just say that 2 million views in like two days, like there we're on the beginning of something. This, a change is coming around these parts and the people aren't going to stand for it anymore. So it's a Taylor issue and they're just trying to milk McDonald's for all their worth. <sighs> Clayton, I don't want to like 
look, I don't want to be the dream killer, but these kinds of contracts are things you don't understand, okay? And okay. you can go viral all you want, <laughs> but this is an this is an age old corporate contract. These things don't give a fuck about no little viral video, okay? This is I, not going to change, and you need to accept this country, and you need to accept this corporate shenanigans. God bless America. <laughs> Sorry. Nobody cares about you. You're <laughs> okay. Now it's feeling personal. Um, okay, but here's the Icarus thing. Icarus guys... wanted to die. <laughs> no, Icarus was the killer. Yoda died. Okay, but here. Here's where I'm going to disagree with you is that McDonald's has been in a decline for many years. Yes, the Travis Scott collab, oh, of course. Oh, they've been but desperately, ever since Chipotle, it started with Chipotle, when customers started being able to customize their like fast mm-hmm. food options. Well, McDonald's- that's fast casual, that and Panera too. So the, the Chipotles and the Paneras of the world are this sort of like middle ground between a restaurant and fast food and the american consumer wants that more bespoke luxurious experience so i do think mcdonald's cares about their pr and a viral thing like this i don't know i think it could have some impact i really First hope all, so mcdonald's has McDonald's lost its identity they're all over the place thank you i know who I are think they you guys are wrong i think you guys are wrong First mm. of all, mcdonald's was an early investor in chipotle i do think they've since no, been they owned out. it no they owned it it's and more, and sold it's more it. about like Clay saying the rise of like consumer choice in mm-hmm. fast casual options and like putting together. It was one of the factors that like led to McDonald's. Like they've redone their menu so many times. They've tried to do they want to be healthy? Sometimes they'll go in like a healthier direction and then that won't work. Then it'll and be wings and mozzarella sticks and But they I did breakfast all day. They ended breakfast all day. That they don't even but do that. But that was COVID. But that was a COVID thing, no? I just don't see Or Chipotle did they use McDonald's that as an excuse? I don't think they're competitors. <laughs> follow the money. I really follow don't. the money. <laughs> I don't see I, I don't think I wake up and go Chipotle or McDonald's. It's like it's okay, McDonald's are in and out. I I don't see those two as is comparable meals. I get what you're saying. Like we all have more choices and that makes us go there less, but I think it's more about McDonald's was losing business and they were desperately trying to revamp everything to try to regain that market share. But Esther, before there was a Chipotle or a Panera, you would just say, Oh, I want McDonald's or fast food. You're going to say, I'm not in the mood to go to a restaurant at all, but I, I want something fast and good. So there wasn't that option. Now there is that option. It didn't exist before that space. So McDonald's but is I, just trying to make sure it maintains relevancy with millennials. Millennials are not, and Gen Z, they're not going to McDonald's. No, I don't think Gen Z has a relationship with McDonald's the way we do. And the Travis Scott thing was genius in all seriousness. Like, I think that mm-hmm. was the best thing they've done in a long time. I Even, trust McDonald's. I feel like McDonald's is going to figure it sick. out. It's like Disney. It's like Disney. They just, these these certain oh, corporations, they, they're too big to fail. You know, the Titanic was unsinkable. The Titanic did sink, though. The Titanic, (laughs) did you see the second VHS? The Titanic sinks. Wait, oh, God. Esther, I know what you're saying. I think McDonald's is probably too big to fail and has a certain nostalgic market hold and, like, It's iconic. Like, there's no one's debating that McDonald's is iconic, honey. Like, we're not coming for that. I'm not even arguing that they're iconic. I'm arguing that they have so much money and power they will figure it out. They'll fire the CEO. They'll get another one. They'll fire that one. They will 
They will go, go, go. But honey, they've been trying to figure it out for about 15 years. And that ship, it might not be underwater, but it's certainly not smoothly sailing the way it was in the 90s. Consumers are navigating. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I stand Kathy Bates in that movie. Molly Brown is the true star. Where's her origin story? I want Kathy Bates to reprise the role in a miniseries. Bring back Molly Brown. They're just. I'm looking up the. New York Stock Exchange numbers for MCD, known as McDonald's Corp. And five years ago, their company, the share of their company was $126. And today, it's basically $100 more. It's $231. So I am not really seeing that McDonald's is hurting, personally. Mm. I remember reading a long form article very recently about like McDonald's's regime changes and like identity crisis. So I'm going to find that. And I will send that to both of you. Because here's the thing. It's like Burger King is, well, Burger King's kind of trying to do a revamp, but like Burger King and Taco Bell are like, we're fast food. We're bad for you. We're fun. Like they know who they are. It's sort of like your munchy, guilty pleasure stoner food. Wendy's is like, we're quality. We're a girl. Like come here. Like you'll get filled up. And McDonald's doesn't know quite who they are right now. Yeah, I I think I think Esther might be on to something, but there is definitely I'm reading an article I'm looking at some articles like 5 years ago McDonald's was having a problem where they were trying to be all things to all different people. They were trying to embrace healthy and they were like doing new salads. They were trying to embrace build your own and they were doing build your own burgers. They were trying to do breakfast all day and like it was they were spreading themselves too thin and they were losing they were losing the thread. And I'm not sure I'm not sure where they are at now, but We'll, we'll, we'll dig more what do you this. like to get at McDonald's? Do you guys like McDonald's? I just Growing went to up, McDonald's a- oh, like a week ago and I was so disappointed. Well, what'd, what'd you get? get? So I I always like to get nuggets. Nuggets usually don't lead me wrong. So I got spicy nuggets. They were good. I got fries, of course. And man, I feel like it's pretty hit or miss. I feel like more times than not, the fries are cold when I go or like not fresh. Which is like the whole reason you're there, you know. And do you get what sauce do you get? I, I, I like a sweet and sour for my nuggets. Yeah, that's good. And um, I always like to get a buttermilk ranch for my fries. It's kind of my thing. Okay, well, you said that casually, but that's that's quirky. That's different. That's cool. I thought ranch was kind of a universal fries thing. I feel like people I... don't get ranch at McDonald's though. Really? No, neither. Yeah. Huh. I, is that a I salad like... dressing? Ranch? No, it's yeah, for it... dipping. It's for dipping. It's just, I think it's called buttermilk ranch at McDonald's. It's called buttermilk. Yeah. I, I'm a breakfast girl. I love Egg McMuffin and hash browns is like my go-to comfort food. I do They're love that. so fucking good. And I love that the eggs are fresh. They're, it's just they really have like the perfect – it really is like a perfect little – but I mean it's hard to mess up a breakfast sandwich. Esther, do you ever go to McDonald's? I don't I, hear you talk about it. I don't really go anymore because there's not much for me. But growing up, it was my go-to because I had to go to the hospital a lot because I was a sick kid. So I would always get McDonald's and I would get a four-piece chicken nuggets with Sprite because I wasn't allowed to have caffeine. Um yeah, I love McDonald's. It's it's such a happiness. Like they they got me, you know. But I there's not much on the menu. Dave fucking loves McDonald's. What does he, he get? Always, I don't even know. Like double cheeseburgers or something. He is just I, the I, burgers there are not good to me. The thing I like cookies. about the burgers are they go like down quick. 
Yeah, they're quick. Exactly. They're very mushy and soft. Like you have to oh, I love mush. mush. I love mush, yeah. And I love the pickles on a McDonald's burger. They've got a very distinct like texture and mouthfeel. They're like a little sweet. Oh, my God. Are you getting mouthwatering? A little bit. A little bit. Renee, do you want McDonald's for dinner? <laughs> Wait, I have to show you guys. I pulled up a very important graphic that I want to show Esther. And I found evidence of the Starbucks... Pinkberry Los Angeles crossover. Was it just an because I, I, I honestly had never thought about this, but I remember this happening. Esther, I want you to look at this. Do you see this? Oh, sorbetto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was this was it was Whoa. a sorbetto, and it was a whole special machine at Starbucks, and it was like a soft serve drink that was like, but also a sorbet, and it was the pinkberry flavored sorbetto, and that was the base, and then you could either get it plain or combined with these other flavors. And it, well, it guys, died. It died a dirty death. Did you have it? it? Oh, I, I was addicted to it. It was the summer of the sorbetto. I was creamy getting it all yogurt. the time. Oh, my yeah. God. A por- pinkberry flavored sorbetto. Creamy yogurt blend with a tangy zip. Can you believe this? Imagine it was like the peak of pinkberry and then they collab with Starbucks. And then it was the machines. The machines. But the wait, machines. was this actually pinkberry or was it <laughs> just pink... But is that just, I guess pinkberry isn't an actual fruit. I literally was like, well, maybe it's just no, the pinkberry. No, that's a there. trademark term. Oh, wow. You're right. Fuck. The machines didn't want us to enjoy it. <laughs> it's Taylor's behind this. Do you guys remember when Starbucks, all Starbucks, like 10 years ago, had that like cafe inside of it? Like, yeah, El the cafe. Ba- no, 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 no. That's Wait, McDonald's. You're talking about McDonald's? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Starbucks. No, when Starbucks had like Benton or like El Benyong Cafe and they all had all new food. Not and it was thing. like for a year. Yes, it was. It, they bought some like San Francisco bakery and like La Boulangerie. Oh, Boucherie. Yeah, I remember yes. that. Yes, and they had, they had the best like breakfast sandwiches and the best little like uh, almost like pastries that were breakfast sandwiches. You don't, do you know what I'm talking about, Caroline? It's not ringing a bell. Uh, it, for me, I, it wasn't like a cafe within, but it was just like they were selling this brand of pastry and yes. like. French treats. Yes. I kind of have having a bit of recall of the logo. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, I'm like seeing it in my mind's eye. Esther, can you find this? Yeah, I'm looking. I mean, yeah, this is officially lingerie. just a fast food po- like podcast. It just is <laughs> at this point. I'm, I just texted you. I think this is at Boulangerie. Yeah, that sounds right. Let's let me look. Let me oh my see. gosh, we're looking, oh, lo- we're no, looking, we're looking. Yes, thank you. This is this is what it was, and they had the okay. They literally had these. Okay, they look kind of gross. I'm not going to say what they look like, but they. Wow. Have, yes. Okay, this is coming back to me. I'm going to share my screen. We're not going to say what this looks like, but these things say were it. delicious. Oh what my does god. It look like? I love yeah. this pink, this yeah, pastel vibe. And also note that all my tabs are because I was researching a sex toy. And I just want to <sighs> call that out. And it's very obvious. Why were you researching it? I'm trying to buy the new trend in female sex toys, Clay. This is interesting. Go on. I want to hear all about this. I love this. Esther, are you familiar with um, 
I don't know the correct name for them, but they're basically clit suckers. Oh yeah, yeah. the womanizer. The womanizer. The womanizer is <laughs> huge. Lily Allen obviously has her own womanizer, which is how this all started for me. I was like, why is Lily Allen shilling a sex toy? She's one of my icons. Looked more into it. I'm like way behind the curve. The womanizer is a huge deal. It latches onto your clit and it uses like air pressure to like mimic the feeling of sucking. Mm-hmm. I don't understand, but I have gone so deep in Reddit sex toy forums finding the best version of the womanizer. I am now off the womanizer and I'm looking at the Wee Vibe Melt, which is apparently better for using in conjunction with P and V sex, as we like to say. Pull it up. Let's see it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay. I would love to see it. Can we see this, Caroline? I'm, I, I love I'm sharing this. my screen, right? Yeah. yeah, I've never heard the phrase P and V sex. I'm yeah. using the correct lingo from from Reddit. Hold on, I want to read like a review. Look, I'm like reading long reviews on these things, guys. Okay, wait, what, what did it say? Clawing? I'm I saw spending, something that said clawing. I'm melt spending, position. Okay, so I'm looking right now at the We Vibe Melt. I want to shout out this website file reviews. <laughs> um, I am obsessed with this writer. She's writing the most, like, these essays, these tomes on sex toys, comparing them on levels of specificity that I didn't even know that someone could pull out of a sex toy. I'm like, I didn't, I haven't read the news the last two days. I haven't, like, <laughs> engaged in current events. I'm just deep in sex toy reviews. Um, so I'm looking at the WeVibe Melt, which to me seemed flashy like it has an you can connect it to an app and you can control it from the app i was like i don't want that but yeah. apparently oh i was so turned off but this girl's like no 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 don't be fooled by that the shape means that you can use it as i said in conjunction with a partner let's say so it's partner friendly and whatever you don't have to use the app and it has a great a great suck on it I, I don't know what to tell you guys. And now, now I'm like, now, now I'm going to ask like, questions and I, and I don't want you guys to think that I'm like ignorant at all. But so I, do girls use dildos as much as they use vibrators? Yes. I think I'm it all depends. No. It all depends on personal preference. Right. I think that a lot of people, there's all different kinds of dildos. Like there's G spot stimulating dildos. There's like dildos that are just dildos that are like vibrate and you just shove it up there. Like I think that some people, Esther, are more stimulated. Stimu- everyone's different. I think that yeah. some people. I know, but I do feel like with like most of my girlfriends, I've never had like a dildo no. conversation. Because well, I, like I think there's shame. The big, I think the, there's shame there and there no. shouldn't be. There's shame in female sexuality. And I think that's also part of the big lie that like women are turned on and can come from penetrative sex it's like actually no it's all about the fucking clit obviously and like that's why i'm so excited about this clit sucker I'm yeah like, that's cool if i had a clit these, i would want it to be sucked for sure i'm like why they should be giving these things out with the stimulus check every woman should have one of these and getting her fucking clit sucked to heaven and earth <laughs> to <Timbuktu>. oh, stimulus <laughs> check. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm like, I'm all about this. And I'm also looking at a different vibrator. I might buy two. That is so me, by the way. Like, I haven't had my clit sucked. Now I'm already buying two different ones for two <laughs> different kinds of clit sucking. Yeah. But it's just For both like, your clits, right? That's how it works. I do have two. But I yeah. do want to say, look, I'm deep in this review. I want to shout out this other product called the Laura DiCarlo. Oh. You know... This looks and like La Mer or something. It, like this looks almost like this looks like soft serve on top. It's um, it's a tiny little like looks like a a pebble or something from the from the lake. It's just got a spherical shape, and it stimulates because guys, 
It stimulates like the whole, because the clit is not just the clit that's poking out. Your clitoral tissue goes down the sides of your vagina. Not, we're also not talking about that, that the clit is not just what you see. It like goes back and down the sides. Now the clit is the thing in the middle, right? The clit's the thing at the top that sticks out and it's where all the nerve endings are. Cool, okay. And it's clitoral tissue. It like goes down beyond where we can see. So like that, it's, this stimulates all of the clit. I'll just say that. That's so <laughs> exciting, Caroline. I hope that they, like, I hope that your clit gets sucked. I hope that it feels amazing. Like that's really cool. I mean, it better get sucked. I'm buying like $400 worth of clit suckers. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been like a sex toy person per se. I'm I'm super into it. I'm like really in a sexual renaissance right now. That's so Ooh. cool. What tell me, what does that feel like? What are you feeling? Well, you feel, I'm. Do you want to give me a big kiss? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Can Why we actually X Esther like out of the Zoom really quick? <laughs> it sounded like a creepy uncle or something. Yeah. Like, come give Uncle Esther a big hug. Like you've grown so much. <laughs> Do no, you need I'm, a neck massage, Caroline? All I'm saying is that my new discovery is that I like pain mixed with sex. So what? I. I like to like biting and like ass slapping, like hard ass slapping. Oh, no, well, yeah, of course. But I and my consensual sexual partner, Donut, went to <laughs> went to the sex store and bought like whips, not whips, like little like paddles, and yeah. I'm like obsessed. Yeah, spanking's what? cool. Esther, I'm going to show you pictures later. You're going to die. Uh, you can I show like, me pictures too. I'll show you too, Clay. I was drunk with power. Like I've never like wielding this thing. I felt like Miss Tr Sexy Miss Trunchbull. Oh, so you're the like, dom? Are you, are you doing switching or are you the dom or are you the sub? I wouldn't say that it's become like a very formalized like. I'm sorry to even ruin it. By, I'm sorry to even like put a label on it. I enjoy having my ass smacked with this like switch thing. Sure. It's very like I tried out a bunch of different ones in the store. It was not that painful. It's very easy to wield. It doesn't feel like intense and scary. Yeah. And then um, I was enjoying with some minor, some minor like cock, penis grazing and. My minor whipping. A whipping um, of the penis. No, not the penis. Oh. Sorry. I, I feel bad saying it because it's like really blowing up my partner's spot. Oh, we, we, no can, we, can, we can change the subject. All, Esther looks aghast. Chest, chest, chest area, chest area on the, on the partner. Oh, yeah, that's great. Oh, my God. Getting, you know what else? I don't know. Maybe straight guys don't like this, but you should really try punching him in the chest. Oh, I like that. Especially if, he, especially if he's strong. Like, that will, he will like that. Why? Because it just feels great. If you're strong and somebody's, like, punching you in the chest, it's like I King Kong. It's like, yes. I got felt good even doing that myself. When I have sex with my partner, I want it to be, like, the climactic scene of Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> That's what I imagine. You are Godzilla, aren't you? I have like a big, I have a big scaly tail. Yeah, that likes to get sucked. That's like, so cool. Anyway, so I'm having a great time. Like, sure, the Pinkberry Starbucks collaboration stopped in 2007, but you don't see me crying about it. Everyone's bright red. You guys are bright red. I think this is cool. No shame. I, I've just I'm never not ashamed. She's not. I, she's the cool. thing, you know what I've crew. never tried is I've never tried a flashlight, and I oh. I am so jealous. You have a penis. I would do <laughs> so much with my penis. Flashlight would be top of my list. Well, here's the thing: is that like 
you're trying it's so you know if anyone doesn't know what it is it's basically like a pocket pussy but now they put it in like a flashlight or it can be a pocket butthole i wouldn't get a maybe i would get a pussy that could be maybe i would maybe that would be cool to try that but i don't want that but um Anyway, yeah. I just, the reason why I haven't tried it is that, like, it's supposed to feel like the inside of someone. And I feel okay. like my hand feels more like the inside of someone. Like, skin, warm skin feels, I don't know, like, the the hand and the dick, they go together like peanut butter and jelly. Like, it's just, it's already perfect as it is, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, God blessed you with the perfect fleshlight, your own hands. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> I use these as a fleshlight and to do hair, I guess, ultimately. I mean, what can't those hands do? The hands blessed by an angel i i'm always more concerned about the cleaning and like the ability. oh yeah i don't want a fleshlight i'm not gonna clean that i know i won't they're not that hard to clean though i i, like, I still won't do it got a bunch of them some giveaway it's just all silicone that doesn't even that like cleans itself yeah but once a guy is done <laughs> like once a guy is done he's done, done. with everything i get that like it's game over you're done yeah, you just revisit it and rinse water <sighs> Yeah, you would think that that's something I would do. I am just so. If I had a penis, I would stick it in everything. Tell me I, what. I, a flashlight. I would get. Um, I I would uh, I would like fuck fruit. I feel like. Oh my god. Like I. Think you can still like, do that now. Like the, no, it's not the same. It's not not a cucumber or something. No, no. no I think I, the no. penetrative. No girl wants just. Like with zombie penetrative sex with like a lifeless yeah. item. That's like okay. the last thing we want. Okay. Yeah. Well, if anyone listening does, you're okay too. You're okay. You're okay. But I mean, like, you know what I want, and it's one thing. It's to get my clit sucked by a Lily Allen branded vibrator. <laughs> that's <laughs> Fuck all I you. want. Fuck you very, very much. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. I that's cool. That. I when I went to the vibrator store, I was like, okay, I'm gonna look at every single one. And then eventually I was like, of course I'm just getting the one with the celebrity on it. Like, there's you do no- have it? Who was yes. it? It's Lily Allen. Oh, Wait, okay. Esther, what's your review of the womanizer? I'm like so, I'm just weird. I, it's, I think it's like, I think it's good. I think it's, I, I had my last vibrator for like 11 years. And I remember oh like I, I was a broke open micer and I spent a hundred dollars on it and I was like, it's rechargeable. I'm going to like use this forever. And it was like, just that one was just okay. And I feel like this one is a little better. Like, can I say, if you get into fallowfilereviews.com, you learn that clits are all shapes and sizes and each of these, these clit suckers suck it in a different way. And one might not work for you, but another might work for you. Should get into this. What did she say about the womanizer? Oh, God, don't get me started. How much time do you have? Well, first of all, the Womanizer Liberty, which is the one that the one that yeah. Lily has, which is the portable one, only has six speeds. And if you prefer, if you have a very sensitive clit, you might want the Womanizer Premium, which has 12 speeds and way more speeds at the lower end of the spectrum. Mm. If you have like a very sensitive clit, it's like, she's like, it's like a whisper for like the first and second settings, which sounds wow. good to me. Like I want it to be like, I want to work it up. I want to be very light. Like I don't need it to come on. See, strong. as much as you're saying you want a penis, like this sounds really cool too. Like having a vagina, like, you know what? No matter what you have downstairs, like it's all cool. And I think we should all celebrate whatever we have have whatever we want let's just give it up for genitalia clit sizes big small and in between right esther yeah baby esther clap (laughs) i did clap oh sorry sorry i couldn't hear (laughs) 
So back to the Sephora VIB uh, sale. What are you guys getting in Sephora? I'm like still sharing my screen. Sorry. (laughs) I have to cut that all out. I was like looking at all my reviews. Babe, that was up the whole time. I didn't know. Oh, it's okay. (laughs) You guys, I have had way too much fun today. I know. Again, we I, I, last week I was like, wow, I shared a lot. I feel like I shared a lot today. We all did. Caroline, you really went there, and thank you for that. My pleasure. And again... It, as- literally, your, it's all about your pleasure, baby girl. <laughs> Look, I'll show you guys pictures of my of my, of my my items that I got. My I can't even say it. My Switch. Okay, guys. Another great episode. Thanks for letting me be so vulnerable. Um, if you need me, I'll be getting my clit sucked to uh, Century City and back. Congratulations. And I'll be waiting for my big kiss from my <laughs> big girl. And you guys, I am going to be in Phoenix in literally, I think, uh, tomorrow after this comes out. Um, get tickets if you haven't yet. Come see me in Phoenix. It's going to be probably crazy. My 92-year-old aunt is coming to the show. Probably going to try to bring her up on stage. Um, in Phoenix, tickets are at standuplive.com. And yeah, that's it for me. Clayton. Follow me at Clayton Hawkins on Instagram and, and just do that. Oh yeah. And go to a little website called eatfishwife.com and order the amazing smoked rainbow trout. Holy shit. It's so good. Have you had it? You've tried it? It's so good. I squeeze lemon on it and I go insane. It's, I can't, I feel so lucky that I, I, I know it exists. Caroline, whose clit do I have to suck to get a little bit of this new... Uh, mine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell All you right. right now, it's mine. Can, can I get I'll the get fish you, first? I'll get, you some, I'll get you some trout clay. I'm so sorry I haven't gotten that to you. No, trout, I'm excited to try it. This uh, is called it smoked clit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> next product is obviously a smoked sucked clit. <laughs> Everyone's um, brands are ab- absolutely like destroyed from this podcast, but that's okay. That's okay. Not uh, at all. You guys, great episode. Um, also, anyone say? who's listening, if anyone who's listening to this podcast remembers and appreciates the movie Polly, please just like, I-, I want all my fellow like literal parrot heads to come <laughs> and join me and explain how good this movie is on Instagram and on YouTube. Oh, Clay. Thank you. What a great message and a sentiment to end on. <laughs> yes, justice for Polly. Justice. I want someone to send me the subway toys, too. And well, don't forget to check out sadgirlsclub.org. I think you guys will really be into this organization. And maybe while, while, you're, on the, while you're on the boob tube, watch Chad on TBS. It's so funny, <clears throat> Caroline. It's so... Last week's episode... When um, Dave's when episode, when he's texting, when Chad is texting the guy, and he says like he's in his class, and the guy just writes back, "Okay." <laughs> it's the funniest show ever, you guys. Chad on TBS is so fucking funny, and of course it is because Caroline wrote for it. So and, check out that show and Esther's fiance Dave. Okay, guys, that was only Love about six minutes of plugs. Love you guys. Love you guys. See you next Bye. Week. Bye.
Star Brands Audio, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.